Check my inbox and what do I see? Just another day, another T-R-A-D-E I'm an addict And I need it in my veins, I'm an addict Otherwise I feel plain now Every day I wake up, people got a problem Making all these trades up, got me singing got em, But I've been paid up, I even started from the bottom See I don't wait up, I ain't even playing possum So what it cost them, just a couple of firsts Can't believe that it worked, not to say I'm a jerk But I'm an addict, it's what I said in the first You can curse who you want, you can pray in your church But I'ma keep tapping return, I win up I learn I ain't trying to burn any bridges I yearn For the feeling I earn, I'ma win it's a turn You had a cheek before I drop you like the beat I'm an addict, and I'm not really ashamed I'm an addict, I'm reclining with the brain I'm an addict, and the pot is what I'm playing I'm an addict, Russ and Rocky Other names, Trade Addicts Pie Let's go I am Dynasty Outhouse, and I have a trading problem. I am Rocky Bachella, and I also have a trading problem. I am Keith Ensminger. I also have a trading problem. Hey, everybody, and welcome to session 285 of the Trade Addicts Podcast, a proud member of the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network, the DAP Network, if you will. And we will. And today, it's it was a week... Of highs and lows. It was a week of returns and departs, departings, departments, departures. departures. Hey, that's the word we're looking for. I know. I, I think I. I feel like I've brought up the the movie uh, Big Trouble on the on this podcast before. Every time I can't drive to an airport anymore because there's two ridiculous idiots. It's. Oh man, uh, Tom Sizemore and Johnny Knoxville are just played like these two complete idiots. And they're getting to the airport, and there's the sign: one for arrival, one for departures. And they're just like, "We are arriving, but we want to depart." <laughs> and it's just every time I walk, drive up to an airport, now it's just like, <laughs> "All right, not the point." Okay, so before we get into whatever the heck I was just talking about, it's Key's first time on the show, but you know what? This is Rocky's guest. So, Rocky, take it away. I knew that was coming. Okay, Keith. Um, yes, sir. So, tell everybody uh, who you are, what you do, and where they can find what you do. Keith Ensminger. I've been with Dynasty Nerds for several years now. Uh, the commissioner, co-commissioner of our Dynasty Nerds Give Back League. Uh, it's a 72-team Dynasty charity league. Um, that's been going on. The proceeds go to um, No Child Hungry. Uh, disabled American veterans and uh, the V Foundation. So we're really nice. proud of that. Um, been I know the questions are coming. Uh, I've been playing fantasy football. Wait, since... hold on, hold on. Oh wait, he's not I'm even making me I'm do the up. interview. He's just he gotten bad at this. Like I told Rocky, I'm, I'm the like, one that's supposed listener. to be. I'm supposed to be bad at you know pimping myself out. I'm always terrible at it. What's your Twitter handle? Like that's where this world is. I'm sorry, my my X handle. No, no, it's, 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 it will always be Twitter. Right, it will I still call them the St. Louis Rams, man. It's going to be Twitter <laughs> yeah. for a while. San Diego Chargers. Um, the Sming Dynasty, at the Sming Dynasty, because my last name, Ensminger, that nobody can say. Uh, so everybody for basically my entire adult life just calls me Sming. And so Sming Dynasty, Dynasty Football, it all worked together. The Sming Dynasty. Beautiful. All right, Rocky. Continue. He neglected to mention also a member of multiple Rocky Commission leagues, but that is uh, correct, which I'm <laughs> sure will come up. And trade 
that will definitely come up later. Which uh, I but, did say he can come on the show if he accepts my trade and then rejected it. And no, <laughs> I, really hear that it was a bad trade I actually saw that. I was like, that oh, has man. nothing to do with it. I apologize. <laughs> I'm sure it was awful. Don't worry. Keith. <laughs> uh, so that is the first question, as you know, since you listen to the show, how long have you been playing fantasy? So I've been playing fantasy since 1991. I am also an old head like us. So yay for old yes, heads. I knew that um, was coming. The old, the old pen yeah, and paper. I mean, uh, go old heads. <laughs> I, I have been playing fantasy football since before you could access scores. Like I was the commissioner of a league when I was 14, 15 years old, uh, back on prodigy which is like pre-aol oh my god you were on your commodore 64 modem and logging in there's so many people up there like what the hell yeah they're like what is is this guy talking about what the hell is a modem yeah what's a modem (laughs) i had to get the monday morning and tuesday morning newspapers to get the box scores and actually hand calculate the scores for the fantasy league that i ran and it got to the point where that was frustrating. So I wrote a computer program to do the scores. And now fast forward years later in my career, I've been 25 years teaching computer science. And this always comes up when I talk to my kids, like, how did you get into this? Because of fantasy football when I was a kid. I actually made a program to do the scores in basic programming. Well, let's see how good of a teacher you are. Are you now getting these kids into fantasy football? I am there. <laughs> I like they'll ask like, oh. Sming, how many leagues are you in this year? I'm like, you know, like 13 or 14. They're like, oh, my God, like we're in one league and it's so busy. And, yeah, you know how that goes. Just uh, but yeah, I mean, have his friend Rocky. I, I know, I know, I know. He's in 40 um, But, no, I, 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 I do my best. I mean, I, you know, dress down days, wear the fishbowl shirts, uh, you know, Dice Nerds hats and shirts and stuff like that. And, you know, you'll, you'll hear kids talk in the hallway and they'll be like, oh, you know, did you see the game last night? And then they'll talk about trades and stuff like that. And then they'll they'll find out what I do on the side. And then they'll always – these random kids will come in and be like, yo, I heard you. Like, no longer about fantasy football. Can you – what do you think about my trade here? <laughs> so, uh, that's fantasy football fun. made you the cool teacher. I know. I know. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, so how and I know you've been playing longer than me. How long have you been playing Dynasty? So I've been playing Dynasty. This is actually my 10-year anniversary. I've been playing since 2013. Uh, I can tell you the exact date of my startup because it was two days after I got engaged. We went to Doom Beach, got engaged, and that was on Sunday, July 28th, 2013. And my draft was held on the beach, uh, virtually, of course, slow draft, uh, two days later. So here I am. It's like, oh, hey, honey congratulations on getting engaged i have this you know my matthew barry book with my cheat sheet on the beach <laughs> two days is a very respectable amount of time i, I agree just saying and she's she's very cool about it so <laughs> my wife would not be yeah <laughs> okay and since 2013 we're gonna we're gonna leave the worst for 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 a second and we can okay. get into that because we i know where that's going yeah this will um, be a fun conversation <laughs> um, but what was your but what are one or two of your best uh dynasty trades so I actually, I looked back because I felt like the story of that trade, which shall not be named yet, <laughs> um, in that same league, Derek, my co-owner, and I, uh, mm-hmm. we traded Aaron Rodgers. This was 2018. We traded Aaron Rodgers, Kareem Hunt, and Demaryius Thomas. This was, our team fell apart really early on. It was after our startup draft. Um, and we just felt like uh, this it's going very, very badly. Like we just hit the reset button. 
had to rebuild. We traded Aaron Rodgers, Demaryius Thompson, Kareem Hunt for seven first-round draft picks. To Dustin, in fact, we checked back. It was Dustin. Trey Alex three Dustin. Dustin. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and that it was that was 2018. So if you remember, like everybody was poo poo in 2019 draft picks. Everybody's like, you can't get rid of 2019 draft picks fast enough. We're just like, well, we don't have a choice here. We just dumped everything for as many 2019 picks as we could. And the next and, season, we actually made the finals on the back of that trade. And then, and yeah, and also obviously in 2018, Aaron Rodgers and Kareem Hunt are stuck. If I remember correctly, too, this was like three weeks before the, the kicking incident or something like yes. that. Too. And that's the thing is like, we <laughs> played, we, yes, exactly. Like we got very fortunate with how the timeline went because very shortly after was when um, everything went down with Hunt and then DT, I, I felt like something happened with him shortly after too. And it just it like worked out like roses. Yep. But. So <laughs> now, now let's get into the worst trade, which if you guys can't tell listening, this, this one was with me in that, that same league. And it's probably the best trade I have ever made. <laughs> I, I feel like it has to work that way, right? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah it's okay. a really bad trade. But I, you, I think I mentioned on the show before, so it may ring a bell when this you hear trade it. is like, in my opinion, like the, the infamous, like dynasty community, we always somehow circle back to this trade. <laughs> so to set the stage, it is, you know, we did the startup draft and we're pretty happy with our team. You know, it's super flex, but it's also um, it's point per carry. So we were focused on getting running backs. We felt like with Rodgers and we had, I forget who else we had at quarterback, but we felt like we were decent at quarterback. And we had this young guy on our roster, Patrick Mahomes. And he was, you know, if you remember that year, he wasn't doing well in camp. It was like, the narrative was he was throwing picks. And so we offered this man here, Patrick Mahomes, in exchange for Eli Manning and Jay Ajayi, thinking, oh, like, we're going to get a safe quarterback three. We're going to get a point per carry guy. You know, not like Jay Ajayi was anything special, but we just felt like, you know, it's probably the time. Mahomes doesn't fit our roster and, and this was obviously post rookie year, <laughs> pre second year when yes. he actually yes. broke out. Yeah. When so I again, the worst the trade my to set the stage, it was including a Jai. <laughs> so yeah, to set the stage, it was we we made that offer. I feel like on a Tuesday or Wednesday, and Rocky had it sitting in his inbox for a couple of days. Well, the preseason was on, and <laughs> I remember this. And the preseason was on, and I'm texting Derek, and they sh- they break into ESPN or whoever showing the games. That Mahomes were like rolled out and threw 80 yards in the air like a laser. And everybody was just losing their mind. Like, oh my God, like look at that throw. And I'm texting Derek, like, hey, maybe we should withdraw this offer. And literally the second I send that, I see trade accepted, Rocky Petrella. Like, and no lie, that 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 play actually did affect like it's part of the reason why yep. I accepted it when I did. Yep. So I mean, it's like the preseason narrative. It's and I mean, the rest is in, you know, it, I think Manning went out. That was the year he got benched. So he lost his streak without a couple games this season. He played yeah, terribly. for Geno Smith, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah. I forgot about that. And, <laughs> yeah. Like he had that streak going and they benched him like one game. Yep. Yeah. For no reason. And then they played him again. It's like, okay, who cares? And then Ajay, of course, I mean, he probably blew out a knee. I don't, I don't even remember, but he played, he played terribly. And so it was just, and Mahomes, of course, that was the year he got 50 touchdowns. <laughs> so it was just such a bad trade. 
Although I, I did get Mahomes and I had him for years and, and I never won a title. Uh, and I, uh, although I almost won that first year and then I traded him away back to got him back. Keith and his co-owner <laughs> for a haul, except I blew like every piece of what I got back. Yep. So I traded it all away for crap. Rocky, you need to know when to stop the story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, but it's funny though. I traded him, it was like Burrow. 102 yeah. and some other good pieces it was like a really good trade and then i traded those pieces away and i screwed it, it's up. seriously like the circle of dynasty life this whole <laughs> the mahomes trade kicked off the other trade the 2019 picks that kicked off this and it just the the whole life cycle of the league kind of revolved around that one huge original trade yep Man, and, I have and, a Lion King poster sitting right over there. If I wasn't lazy, I was just going to roll that thing out and start singing Circle of Life. And he You're currently welcome for not doing that, everybody. He currently has Mahomes now on his roster in that league uh, on a team that's uh, way, 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 way better than mine right now. Uh, team. Uh, but uh, finally, the last interview question, what's a, a guiding principle you take with you in, in, in any trading you do? Uh, I, whenever I listen to you guys and I hear you ask this, I always feel like, like, how would I answer this question? And the honest answer is, I don't know if I have a guiding principle that guides my trading. I have more because I've been playing for a while and you play in different leagues, you meet, meet different people. The thing that I guess kind of more irritates me is like, don't make me do the work. Like I update my trade bait and don't like Russ, I, love what you do. You actually send me an offer. Thank you. Thank you, God. What I hate is, Hey, what do you want for? Like, I I don't know. Like I'm, I'm in the middle of work right now. Let me, like, I don't know. You tell me what is your idea? I put on my trade bait. Here's what I'm looking for. So I don't know if that's a principle that guides me more so than like my pet peeve of dynasty trading, (laughs) but like, don't make me do all the work, please. You know, in this day and age, I think people should be able to make solid, fair offers. And I hope I don't send any garbage offers out. I just, I don't, I'm not a big back and forth guy. Like what I send you is what I'm going to do. And I don't, I don't lowball people. I just, what I send you is what I'm going to do. Plus or minus a tiny bit, but I mean, I don't like the whole give and take. I'm not into the two hours of negotiating. Like I've got two kids and a job and just like, send me what you're going to do. All right. I I accept that and I won't give you crap for since you didn't point out that my offers to you usually just aren't great, that we'll just move on. That's not true. Um, Some of them have been, some of them have not been, but that's okay. That's okay. (laughs) Nothing you've sent me has been outlandish. I I can I can can be good at this sometimes. I can be okay at this sometimes. Exactly. Plenty of what Russ has sent me has been outlandish. But also half the times it's on purpose. All right. Well, okay. So let's 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 get to the somewhat news first, and let's let's talk about the returns. Let's talk about we had a couple of people come back all at once, and it worked well for one of them. Uh, Jonathan Taylor <laughs> came back, Jameson Williams came back, and then the Cooper Cup comes back. Like I feel like it doesn't matter what he hurts, how long he's out for. The second Cooper Cup comes back, he's freaking Cooper Cup, and it doesn't matter anymore. Because yeah. I, I remember, what was it like? Okay, he came back from his ACL, guys. This is going to take a couple of games. And then he goes like 11 for 202 touchdowns that first game. And like he pretty much was Cooper Cup with no problem. But I also loved that Puka was still Puka. I yes. think it was only Puka only will be targets, Puka. Maybe. 
I've been saying he's gonna be he's gonna be the Robert Woods. Yeah, he's gonna be Robert Bobby Woods Bell. was super valuable while Cooper Cup was being yep. great. Yeah. Um. So, I guess let's let's start because we had a lot of the, you know, there was a lot of Jonathan Taylor worry, but he got the contract. It's not like he came back and there's still stuff going on. My real question now is, like, we can't even like jokingly say, okay, you can drop Moss now, like. The game that Jonathan Taylor came back, Zach Moss went nuts. Like, over 100 yards and two touchdowns, I believe. Like, they, in assuming rational coaching, you can't just sit that. Like, so, I guess, are you dropping, or how much are you dropping? Are you worried about Jonathan Taylor? He's like, what, does this change anything for you, like, if you have him on your teams, are you like, all right, well, if I can still get Jonathan Taylor prices, I'm just getting out. Like what, what's your feeling? I'm sorry. That was absolutely leading with how I feel. Um, but you know, how are you feeling on this right now? Like- I'll, I'll let Keith answer. I just wanted to say to me, no, cause you don't pay a running back that much to in today's NFL and not give him the ball a whole shit ton. And I said, I don't swear on podcasts before we started, <laughs> but, <it> um, <laughs> but I, I just, to me, it means, yay, Jonathan Taylor is going to be great with uh, Anthony Richardson and Shane Steich. And that's what it means to me. I, I Moss is going to be worked in, but this is just, uh, uh, to me, I'm not worried about Moss. I, I just think, again, you don't pay a running back that much and not, give him a whole bunch of carries. So I think this was, they didn't want to do it first game back and Zach Moss did really well, but I'm not worried about Zach Moss. It doesn't affect anything with his value. I'm not trying to get out or anything like that. I would concur. My initial worry in the short term is what does the offense look like with Minshew under center? Yes. Um, You know, that kind of the obvious, are they going to go more towards a running attack with, the whole two-headed monster of Moss and Taylor. Um, It's going to be hard to say. I mean, I love, like you said, I love the idea of Taylor behind Richardson. I think that's going to be a very dynamic offense. Moss is fine. I mean, he played out of his mind, but I mean, we also have all this data of what Zach Moss looked like up until the last couple of games. And it's hard to take that out of the equation. So I think it's more going to be like Russ, you had alluded to. I mean, we're going to ease Taylor back in. I mean, we just paid this guy so much money. He's been off for weeks and weeks. Let's not just throw him into the fire and say, here, go ahead. Um, I think if you're looking to get out right now might not be a great time. It might more so be wait until Richardson comes back and see, you know, if he does get up to speed and, um, I, I think Moss will have value in this short near term. Yeah, uh, and I just need to point out, I was by no means saying Moss is going to steal Taylor's job. It's right. just that, especially in a team with a hurt or young quarterback, I haven't seen anything about Richardson, which is why, you know, I wasn't, I haven't been crying about him yet. Um, because, I mean, we saw, you know, Derek Carr was going to miss the season, then miss a couple of weeks, then he's day-to-day, and then he's playing. Right. You know, not to say those two are anything at all alike, just who the <laughs> heck knows until you hear anything. Um, yeah, the, the but, last thing I saw was an AC join on Richardson. He's going to miss a couple of weeks. But, I mean, it's also 
I mean, like you said, I mean, to, in the last 24 hours, there's been news, but he's been one of the guys that there hasn't been anything definitive that I've seen. Yeah, Frank's coming in here also saying AC joint a couple of weeks for Richardson. Okay. Um, she's been looking pretty good, not going to yeah. lie. Um, like, the, the thing that worries me with Jonathan Taylor is I think a lot of his value is predicated on the fact that he's like a 90% touch guy. Yeah. And it at least for the next couple of weeks, like it's going to probably be closer to 60 and, and can he do what we need him to do at 60%? And again, at this point, we're probably just happy to get anything. If he's been sitting on your bench or if you did acquire him, you probably paid a decent enough price that maybe six weeks of mediocrity out of Jonathan Taylor. Again, mediocre Jonathan Taylor is probably 13, 15 points. And that's, good for a running back you know so like i don't want to make it seem like oh no just drop him or you know get 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 away at all chance it's just that it's just always funny that we're like yes jonathan taylor's coming back who cares about zach moss and zach moss does what he did for the past few weeks and like and after like a week one two of doing absolutely nothing like well i mean and the other reality is look around at the running back landscape jonathan taylor is healthy Whereas you cannot say that about a lot of guys right now. Yeah. There's dropping like flies. I got lost in my SFB team. So take yeah. your time, JT. Oh, you missed the segue, Russ. I got the segue. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Speaking of injured running backs. <laughs> no, I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to talk about that. Well, yet. if I can, if I can, like reset the segue in uh, our breaking bad league uh, in the off season, traded Jonathan Taylor away for Najee Harris, mm-hmm. but also also Devon Sean, and that's worked out very well on that end of things. But you still did what I didn't want you to do, even though you did it very smoothly. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to help. <laughs> You're helping Rocky. You're not helping me, and that's what I don't appreciate. I apologize. I'm new here. Um, <laughs> Okay, but like real quick, this is actually an interesting question from Frank. So if you have Moss, are you trading him to the JT owner for anything? Like, if you have Moss, you probably just ride it for as long as you can, right? Like, I feel like trading him away doesn't get you anything. Like, because if you're not getting a second for him, you might as well just hold and get points if you can, right? Totally agree. I guess, but I'm not confident starting him next week in any league I have. I I don't, again, I, I think. I guess Taylor could still be eased back in, or he could get 25 carries for 140 yards next week or something. Yeah, but like it's one of those things where I've my line of decisions are usually based around what would make me feel like more of a jerk. And at this point, I'd feel like more of a jerk benching Moss off of last game than like, okay maybe Jonathan Taylor's going to get every single touch next week. Like it's, it's more likely that Moss will at least have a decent, like you'll be able to see a trend and not just cliff here. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's what I'm banking on at least, which, which is why I say, you know, right out. I, unless yeah. again, if someone wants to give you a second for Zach Moss, I don't care if it's the JT manager or what I take that anyway. Yeah. I mean, again, give, given the fact that we were, you know, we're in bye week season and we're also so many guys are injured that, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're contending, don't ride Moss until he bucks you. Yeah, I- I'm with you on not trading him like for a third though, because I mean, even yeah. if uh, even if they do What's just the flip it, flip the switch and Jonathan Taylor gets all the work next week, who's to say he doesn't you know 
you know, something happens in a month or so. And then right. we've seen what Zach Moss already can do it. Not just this last week. He's had other good games. So yeah. we've seen what Moss can do in this offense. So yeah. fine. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> we're, we're not going to start there yet. Uh, because we're going to start with James Conner, because that makes me a little less sad, though I do have a couple yeah. of James Conner shares. Multiple weeks out with a knee injury. DeMarcario, I believe, was the kid's Marcado, name. DeMarcado, I think. DeMarcado. I, I don't know how to yeah. say it. I'd... Yeah. Um, <laughs> looked pretty good. And honestly, it seems like it feels weird to say that offense runs pretty well. So I think you just want the running back. Um if he's still on waivers, how like are you, how much are you dropping on what could be a starting running back for a decent offense for the next few weeks? Like, I feel like he was picked up in almost all my leagues already. <laughs> uh, this is why, I, yeah, like people in my most of my leagues just pick up anybody who has a hint of any kind of like news or any, any buzz RB on the fifty three. Yeah, so like I feel like he's he's I just don't rostered in most of mine, really and this is where it, it hurts me. Where that I don't ever like do waivers, like right? two times a year I do waivers. Basically, now I'm going to go um, through all of my leagues just to see where he. Like, here's another one where he's not. Um, I mean, if he is on waivers, great. Yeah. I, I would. I mean, considering I, it, it depends on the league. I mean, if you're if you're in shallow leagues, eh. But I think most of us play in pretty deep leagues, and if there's a guy available, I mean, yeah, yeah. you don't have this many opportunities. I mean, throw the money out because I mean, James Conner he might miss four weeks, but he's also you know could be another five, six, seven. Who knows? And I mean, at this point, that takes you right up to the playoffs. And a startable running back for four weeks is worth like to me like sixty percent of your fab or yeah, something. Absolutely. Like, yeah, especially for someone who doesn't put waivers in most weeks, I'm yep. willing to blow most of my fab when right. I do. So, right, can't take it with you. Exactly. Fair enough. All right, let's 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 do it. Yeah. Devon, okay. Devon HN out multiple weeks with a knee injury again. I couldn't find anything solid about what. He actually hurt. Do you? Yeah, I hadn't heard either. Yeah, I just it's odd. It it came out of nowhere. It seemed, but I haven't seen anything specific. I forgot which coach said it, or even if it was college or or NFL. I can't remember. But someone asked something about one of their players' uh, leg injuries, and he's like, "What do the hockey guys do?" Yeah, his legs hurt. Uh, lower body, lower body, lower body injury. Yeah. <laughs> like in hockey, a guy's leg could fall off, and you're good on the injury report just writing lower lower body injury. Um, yeah, but like, yeah. So I haven't seen anything about no. HN and his injury, but we know he's out multiple weeks, yeah. which makes me feel a little happier after trading for Raheem Mostert <laughs> just to have that seven rushes for nine yards game. Um, but like. I can't imagine at this point, ow, I hit my knee. Um, anyone who went and scored by drafting Ajan or went and traded for him is, is panicking about this, right? Like no one is – like if someone sent – you have Ajan on your team. It's a competing team. And someone sends you a first for Ajan. Are you just taking it now because he's hurt? Or do you're like, well, I pretty much paid that and he's scoring points, so I'm not going to do that now. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm keeping yeah. him for. It, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping him for a first. I this is just a bump in the road. It, it's a running back. I mean, running backs are going to get dinged up, and it's with, with the way he's played. I'm not trading him. 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, with the run, and also with the running back landscape the way it is now, I mean, is he not basically a top five dynasty running back at this point? Pretty much for sure. It's like, you know. Yeah, I mean, go, going, into the, going into this week before we knew he would get hurt, I mean, who would you take above him? Yeah. Not, it, it, not that yeah. many guys. No, because everybody, pretty much everyone has question marks. It's Bijan and CMC and then, like, everyone else. Uh, Brees looks like he's finally maybe rounding in the shape, so he'd probably be up there. Yeah. Denver, calm down. <laughs> but, but he got the workload is my point. Oh, yeah, he really did. And he did yeah. look good with it. He actually beat out – he, like, outraced a couple of people. So, like, that's yeah. a good sign. I was going to say – but yeah, I mean, and like pretty, pretty much everyone after that, whatever guy you like, is def has some sort of question mark. Yeah. So uh, to me, yeah, Han is probably based just based off these three games that he's that he's done is is probably four or five. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I would need more than a first. For Absolutely. Sure. Sending a second for Mostert at this point. If let's say you have Han on your teams, Mostert manager is down to one and four. Sending a second for Mostert. I would. I would too. Uh, I, I need to check my some of my would, rosters where I'm not competing as well. Make sure I, I was I was actually having this conversation with somebody recently. Like everybody just expects the Raheem Mostert injury. Yep. Like what I'm ha- still gonna what, ride what, it until it happens. Wait, what I happens know. if this is the year he doesn't get hurt? I mean it it's possible. What yes. happens if this is the year he doesn't get hurt? Who knows? Okay. You're, you're, you're ready for the big sad? You ready for the big sad? Yes. <laughs> They wasted no time. Justin Jefferson on the IR with a hamstring issue. And it was like the same day as the games he was placed on IR. Like by the before the end of Sunday night football, he was on the IR. Yeah. That's worrisome. <laughs> because again, like I again haven't seen anything that like we hear, oh, he's on the IR. He'll be back in four weeks. Well, will he? No, that doesn't mean that doesn't just because he can be doesn't mean he will be. So, yeah. and, and really, there's nothing to talk about here because Jordan Addison is the next best wide receiver on that team. KJ Osborne, no one really cares about, but he'll still get decent work. Let's go, TJ Hawkinson. Um, no one is selling Justin Jefferson cheap at all because of this. Even if he misses the rest of the season, that price is not going down. So I just it's something we needed to acknowledge and it why can't we have nice things? Yeah. The only thing is that uh someone in one of my uh group chats said it doesn't open a buy low window for Jefferson, but it opens a buy window because he's a contender. Like he's yeah. someone who was unattainable that maybe he would consider for a really great package now where he wouldn't have before. Well Rocky being the king of segues this this show (laughs) i have something to bring to the two of you and i need to curse zach reed's name past the moon and stars all the way to the sun all the way to the center of our galaxy our that'd be good our solar system (laughs) because zach reed is in about five dynasty leagues he has justin jefferson in four out of five of those leagues you want to guess who has him in that one league that he doesn't Hmm. That's this guy. This guy. This guy is also in second place because Chris Allen is way too good at this game. Um, so he sent. So so Zach sends me. Oh, so I'm in this league. Yeah. Okay. But that, like that'll ever stop me. So I would give up Justin Jefferson 
and a second for Bijan Robinson and DJ Moore. Like that's a good that's a fun offer. That is so good. And I don't want to take it, but like I feel like I should. Like I'm not expecting DJ Moore to do what he did every week. Like this is gonna slow down, and I get that. But if I can pull what like hold on, let's let's find out real quick. What is Bijan averaging right now? Because I know he's off of a bleh game, but like he's still scoring he's a lot. Great every week before that, as far as I remember. So running back average search for Robinson. Bijan Robinson RB twelve, averaging sixteen points per game. But see, the problem is if you then flip to wide receiver and hit that average button and then Justin Jefferson is averaging 21 points per game. And that's including the 5.8 points he put up before getting hurt. It's just like, the problem is I have no depth on my team, but I also do have Jamar chase. (laughs) Like wanting to hold together chase and Jefferson is really going to make me squirm. But DJ Moore is averaging 22 points a game, Russ. Of course, one of those was a fifty-point game, but forty-nine <laughs> scoring. I, don't, don't exaggerate, Rocky. Uh, like I, honestly, I, almost, I might outhouse challenge this one because I can't make a decision. I I almost feel like if he wants Jefferson, you got to make him drop the second. Like if, if I mean, if that's the cost to do, if you're gonna trade him, make him come to you. I mean, I mean that's that's Jeff, over Jefferson's but, obviously gonna have a. a not obviously, but likely going to have a longer career. But Bijan's what, like a Bichon's less young. than a half a round lower than Jefferson in startup value? Yeah. He's probably like three f- picks away from him. Yeah, I mean that's that's some. If you if you can drop the second, I think I might do it. I'll probably end up doing it eventually anyway, but I'm not going to do it now. Like part of me was saying, like if they say to do it, I'm going to do it. But then you guys are wavering, and a second isn't going to. I'm just going to move away from it. All right. But let's talk about <laughs> trades that have happened. Fair. Because there's only one listener question, so we're going to save it for the end. Uh, so Trade Addicts Leagues are 12-team super... Wow. Here we go. Rewind. <laughs> Trade Addicts Leagues are 12-team super flex PPR tight end premium with 1.75 points per tight end reception and 0.05 points for return yardage except for TA1, which there are no TA1 trades. But let's let's talk about trading away Raheem Mostert and Zach Moss, Rocky. Uh, Zach Moss and Raheem Mostert for Jamichael Hasty, Zach <laughs> Pascal. I almost left them off. I'm like, no, I want to say the names Jamichael Hasty and Zach Pascal on the show. Former Eagles, Zach Pascal, by the way. A 24 second and 24 third. So Mostert for a second, Moss for a third, and you got the guys he was going to drop. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. He didn't yeah. put in the trade that, comments. For that These call. are the guys I was going to drop. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so before, I've, this was done before clearly the yeah. HN injury and before this week's Zach Moss ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> that being said, yeah. Second and a third is completely fine, especially if you – I don't know what your team looks like in that league because – It's bad. I was one in three heading into the week. I'm now one in four. Yeah, so a second and a third is pretty much what you would hope to get for them, and you got it. Exactly. At this, so that's fine, you know. 
do I want to get more for Zach Moss? We've talked about it. Yes, I do. Now, yes. But at the time, I knew Jonathan Taylor was playing this week, and Zach Moss hadn't done that. So I was just assuming falling off a cliff. Yes. So absolutely. This is absolutely fine. And at this point, you probably feel great sending a second and third and getting Moss and Mostert. So like this worked out fine for both of you, I think. Yeah, I think so. I, I'm I'm still fine with it. I again, I don't see Zach Moss doing this when it can. It's just not like you could have planned for the HN injury. Yes, <laughs> or thought the or thought Zach Moss would go, ever go over 150 and two touchdowns again in his life. So. With Jonathan Taylor on the field. On yeah, with the, yeah, exactly. All right. Any any hard pressing uh, analysis to add to that one, Keith? I've got nothing. I totally agree. <laughs> next. We'll let you go first on this next one. <laughs> Trade Addicts 3, Russell Wilson, James Conner, and Chase Claypool for Kenny Pickett, a 24 second and third. Oh, good. I get to go first on this one. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much. Yeah, I mean, I Rocky shared the sheet with me earlier. That's what I'm looking over here at. I, I, th- th- honestly, of all of them, I thought this was kind of – the toughest to be like, oh man, I don't really know. I mean, Claypool at this point, he's nothing to me. I have zero interest in Claypool. <sighs> Pickett, I mean, mm, I, I don't know. It's it's a hard call. And with Connor being out now, I I would have to take the Pickett side with the two and the three, just because <laughs> I Claypool offers nothing to me. Wilson has played. <laughs> Not great. So I, I guess I would take Pickett, the two and the three. When this was made, Connor had not been injured. Correct. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it had that been the case, had Connor been healthy, I probably would have taken the other side. But at this point, it looks like it might just be Russell Wilson for all that. Yeah, but I'm also good with that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if we're taking this at face value when it happened, to me, it's easily the vets. Like, I get it, you're getting younger, and maybe that's all you could get. Kenny Pickett is a young quarterback. He's going to be starting for another year or two. You got yourself what you needed. And a second and third for Connor and Claypool is kind of a victory. Right. I agree. So, so I get this completely, but like Russell Wilson hasn't, hasn't been complete trash this year. Yeah. And I'll take those points. And if you don't want them, like I would say I would want something different, but if that's all I could get, very true. It's fine. Yeah. It's it, right. That's what, when I looked at it, I was like, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Not only has he not been complete trash, he's been, he's QB nine in points per game. Is he in that trade addict, like, in trade addict he's scoring good, anyway? Like, yeah. So the yeah, bar I think after last year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I would be fine giving if I if I was competing. I think I'd be okay giving Pickett in a second for for Wilson. The the third yeah. is whatever. And yeah. prior, to, like you said, prior to the week when this trade was made, getting sure. Connor on top of it makes it easy. But even yeah. uh, after the fact, I think I'm with you. I think uh, we kind of we kind of both talked. I think about this non point scoring season about a bounce back for Russ, and it's it's huh. not like Denver's been great, but he he at least from a fantasy perspective, he's been fine. So he's been well enough, yeah, yeah. All right, so this next one, I I typed out wrong. Um, this next one, I I panicked. 
I need to be completely honest about this one. So in Trade Addicts 3, Savi goes into the into the chat and says, Chris Olave is on the block. I need a running back. Well, crap. I want Chris Olave on my team. I don't care that I'm competing and like run need and like my running backs are doing well. So I'm sitting here. This this was almost a full week ago. This was like probably Wednesday. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, all right, keeping Christian McCaffrey, keeping Kyron Williams. So this is going to come down to Josh Jacobs or Saquon Barkley plus to go get. And I had my 25 first, and it's going to be the 112 anyway. So, 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 so you're going to win the league this year and next year. This year and next year, baby. That's okay. right. <laughs> Doesn't matter that I lost last year. Stop talking about it. Um, so I'm sitting here and I'm just like, I, I'm asking everyone, Saquon. Or, or Jacobs, who would you, who do you want to keep the rest of the season? It literally was 50-50. And I was just like, you know what? Jacobs is playing right now. Saquon is not. I'm taking Jacobs. And that's really I, Barkley in a first for Olave. I sent it out. And he accepted it pretty quickly. I was, And it seems like, it, to me, it was completely fair. It, it seemed like a good price for Olave. It didn't feel strong. And I'm doing a thing where I'm donating every dollar, every trade I do in a trade actually league, I'm going to donate a dollar to fantasy care. So I tweet them all out. And like instantly I got someone JB Cho knows. He's just like, really, that's what you have to pay up in between Barkley and Olave. And in my head, I'm just like, Oh no, what did I do? So I go right back into the chat. I'm like, Hey, Hey, hey Savi, people say that I overpaid. Give me some stuff back. And he said, no. How rude is that? <laughs> um, but 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 Keith, I guess let's start with you. Uh, Saquon and a twenty-five first for Olave. What do you think? We're both competing. Keep in mind. I mean that that makes it interesting. Uh, the twenty-five first is always difficult to judge because it is you know so much can happen between now and then. That said, um, comparatively, yeah, I, I think I would have to take Olave in the first. Um, I think they're probably very similarly valued players right now. And plus you're getting a future first on top of it. Um, no, no. Strike it, reverse it. I typed it wrong. It's Barkley in a first for Olave. Oh, 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 oh. I did read it wrong. I apologize. No, no, no. I, I he actually typed, typed it wrong originally. It oh, while they were okay. My bad. So I, <laughs> all right. So Barkley. Actually, in a first don't when I talk. Cool. Got it. All right. Barkley and a first for, I was thinking, I was thinking. Barkley in the first for Lave. I would take Barkley in the first. I, 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 I now don't that's know. It. I have I have never been. I feel like Olave was one of the most overvalued players going into this non-point scoring season. He's a good oh. player, but I didn't feel like me and Keith on the same player. wavelength here. Because uh, <laughs> I've been saying that a lot for a while, and then, then he started off like gangbusters in those first yeah. couple of games. He's uh, he's a great receiver. I just don't see him in that upper echelon, like up with the waddles of the world. I just, I, I and I know Russ does. Yeah, and I think that's and, where the disconnect would be. And I have far too many running backs on this You're, team, it's driving me nuts. And that, and that makes perfect sense. I mean, there has and to I, be some context here, of course. And I, I mean, I know we try not to do that, but it's my trade, so I, it's my show. That's yeah. right, and that's fair. And I'm kind of closer to where Keith is on Olave, but this still is tough for me because Barkley is a running back, and it's hard to take them beyond year to year, especially when they're 26 now. 26 or 27, something like that. Yeah, and 
that Giants offense looks so bad. So bad. Mm-hmm. So bad. And I love Saquon. Like, I've loved Saquon for years. Like, well, I don't, even you, post-hype, early-hype Saquon. Did you see um, Barkley blew up at some fans on the sideline the other day? Um, they were giving crap to Daniel Jones, and Barkley turned around and was yelling at him. It just, I don't know. Like, I'm just getting bad vibes from everything in that whole situation. Here's Especially him on the one year deal. I mean, he already he came into camp late. I, you just feel like it's not a great situation right just now. Just to illustrate how bad that Giants offense is on Eagles Twitter, I saw uh, the Giants, I think, have 46 points. Jake Elliott has 48 points. Oh, <laughs> so that's how bad it's been. Like, how, how dare you compare like one of the greatest kickers ever to the Giants offense? But it's like, <laughs> Jake Elliott's good. Let's not stretch it too far. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I see Frank in the chat said, are you yeah, worried yeah. about Lave at all? He hasn't taken his next step. And that's, that's exactly how I felt. I mean, he had a great rookie season, but I, yeah, I just, I felt like that might be almost like his ceiling. I just don't see him as a guy who has that next tier range ceiling. Yeah. And that's basically where I was at. Uh, like I, I said that I think multiple times in the pod, just that, he had a he had a wide receiver two season, which is great for a rookie. Like you don't ex- necessarily expect a wide receiver two season out of a rookie all the time, uh, but I'm just not sure he's ever more than a wide receiver two, right. and and that's what I'm worried about. But like I said, I mean, I, I have him in a, in a couple leagues, and I have him in a redraft league, uh, and I was really excited about his first couple. I think he went for like seven or eight and a hundred in both games, and, but mm-hmm. but yeah, he's been kind of. Uh, yeah, tailed off since then. So I kind of think that's what we might we might see some of these boom games and then some of these two for 12 with the touchdown games. So in our scoring, 19.2, 14.6, 18.4, and then 1.4, 9.2. Uh, yeah. One catch and then two catches. Luckily, one of them this week was a touchdown. And so to be play. fair to a lot of catches next week. <laughs> To be fair for to Alave, the car car was injured. You know, yeah. he probably shouldn't even played last week. I, I we don't even know for sure how healthy he fully was this week. Um, so maybe his car heals up more. He you know he's getting better quality passes and things right. like that. Or maybe they could actually just get a good quarterback next year. That that, that too good. that would help. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so someone who does have a good quarterback, Stefan Diggs for Raheem Mostert and a twenty four first. This again was me, and I struggled with this. This again happened well before the weekend. And another time someone came in and they said, I, I'm i losing. I'm not rebuilding. I'm still looking to score some points, but I'm going to you know, sell off. He put Diggs and Tyreek on the block. And I have Waddle on the team, and I know Diggs is a little cheaper than Waddle. So I'm like, let me go for Diggs. And I have his 24 first. So... That's why, like, I knew that was going to need to be involved. And I'm like, who do I have that's scoring points but doesn't have too much value? And let's face it, he's going to get hurt in three weeks. So, yeah, I have Raheem Mostert. <laughs> and, he, and honestly, I was a little surprised he took it because, like, it felt like Diggs is here. And, like, that trade offer was, like, maybe, like, here-ish. And, you know, patreon.com slash tradeaddictspod, you could see that my hand is a little lower than where it should be. Yeah. Um, but he took it. So and I was pretty thrilled about it, especially you know with Diggs having the games he's had, the game he had. So, um, but thoughts on Mostert and getting your twenty-four first back on a, we'll call it a middling team. 
for for Steph Diggs? To me, that's to me that's easily the Diggs side. I agree, uh, especially given that Achan wasn't hurt at the time, which significantly. Not maybe not significantly because he doesn't have a ton of value now, but does wildly swing uh, Mostert's value. Um, I mean, at that point, I think we were everyone was kind of out on him with the way Eight Chan's playing, and and that Mostert was seemingly not going to be as involved as Eight Chan keep coming kept coming on. So uh, even with knowing that Mostert's going to get a month of just him, and I guess Jeffrey Wilson is back now, or is he back? Good for him. I, I think the window to come back. The window to come back. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah I mean, I'll, I'll take digs easily, especially, yeah. you know, it's a middling team. And he even said, assuming he falls through with this, that he's not trying to lose points. Like he's still trying to, but let's put it this way. Around. I just pulled up the league and that pick will be at lowest at earliest. The one Oh four. Like there are three teams that are tanking harder and have way less points for, even if they magically win a game or two. So like, we're looking at best the one hundred and four. Yeah, that, which yeah. is why I felt okay doing this trade. Yeah, also. that's what I'm I saying. That's what it makes it easier for me is that it, he's not necessarily even trying to tank. He, at least from what he told you, he's not trying to tank yet at all. He's still trying to score points, which is yeah. why he is. You know, he he was fine taking Mostert. Yeah, I mean, just as a quick comparison, another one of Rocky's leagues this week, I actually also traded for Diggs. I traded Drake London, and uh, it's like a partial Debbie league. I traded Mecca Buka, uh, the two of them for Diggs. And I, like, that's basically like two ones for Diggs, and I thought that was that's still a pretty decent deal. So to get Mostert in a one, I think that's a steal. I mean, yeah. I would love Drake London and Egbuka for Diggs just because that's it, – it's really funny. Like we were, I was talking about a Devi trade on the – DLF trade show with Addison last week. And just, it was a really good core. It was like Joe Burrow for uh, Drake May and, and an okay quarterback. And I'm like, the answer to this is no, you should not do this. But man, does that sound like fun. And, and that's the same thing with that. Like, Diggs, it might be worth more, but who cares? Drake London and a group just that, that sounds like so much fun that if I wasn't competing, I would absolutely do that. Yeah. Except who knows what Ibuka is going to be in the league, and and Drake London situation has been shitty ever since he came. I I did it again. Um, <laughs> ever since I, I had London and Pitts on the team, and they were just pissing me off. Yeah, I like, don't blame you. Both of them constantly just get out of here. <laughs> this week, man, Ritter broke yeah, three hundred yards. Yeah. Pitts had eighty something, I think it yeah. was. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to TA7. The trade we have is Jimmy Garoppolo, Brian Robinson, and a 25 first for Jackson Smith and Jigba and a 24 second. And I do have to be super annoyed with myself that I'm like, oh, I have three quarterbacks. I could trade one away. And then one of my quarterbacks is Daniel Jones, who just hurt his neck. So So that happened. Um, But Jimmy GQ, Brian Robinson, and a 25 first for JSN and a 24 second Keith. I think I would stick with the JSN and second side. I, I don't know if Jimmy G's long for the league. I mean, he's he's a QB three level guy. Um, Brian Robinson, decent running back, but I think you could probably replace him with that second you'd be getting back. So you're basically, in my mind, paying a 25 first for JSN, who 
I mean, might right now might not be playing all that well, but I mean, we always, I felt like expected that this year was sort of a punt year for him with Metcalf and uh, Lockett still there. And I mean, even if he still is the two behind Metcalf for a lot of his career coming up, I still feel like the talent's there that you're getting replacement level value for that first round pick on the other side. So I, I take the JSN and second side still. I, I think I do too, but does it concern you that I was, while you were talking, I was, I was scrolling through TA scoring. Does it concern you at all? I nope. know we weren't expecting a ton, but he's the <laughs> wide receiver 101. Yeah. yeah. Eh. <laughs> expect- it concerns I- me a little. I'm not saying I'm panicking, but it, it concerns me a little. Yeah. Uh, in week four, you know, which is all we had at that time, no. Um, I expected him to pretty much be their tight end this season because they don't like using actual tight ends. But yeah. they're just not using three wide receiver sets right now. So they're not even really putting him out on the field. And I have enough faith in the player itself. And, and, right, and he's still reacclimating to football. He didn't play last year. I mean, that's he's not only a rookie, but he's a rookie who hasn't played for almost two years. And, and like he said, it's, it's basically a 25 first, mainly for JSN in the, the second. Like Garoppolo and Robinson, it's possible, could have next to no value by next, this time next year, possibly. Yeah, but getting QB2 and running back two scoring for this year. This year, right. yeah. That's not a thing. Yeah. Right, right. Um, I got JSN. I honestly... I felt good. I felt good about this. Like I sent this as is, and like part of me was just like, "That's that's points. That's my twenty five first. So if I screw this up, I'm screwed because I won't have my first anymore." But like I like JSN too much that I didn't care. And plus, it it was also my twenty four second, so it's going to be the two twelve. So it's not really worth that much. <laughs> I think he's going to hold value because I think everybody understands what this year is for him. So I don't think I'd be too worried about even if he doesn't play well this year. I think. His value will hold pretty well. Yeah, if anyone in any of your leagues is even like like you know Peter Howard originally was the one that really brought up this phrase, but I, I think it was Rocky that said it before. You know, it's not a buy low window, but the window's open now when yeah. it probably might not have been before. Yeah. You know, so go send some offers for JSN, make them decent offers because no one's going to hopefully no one's silly enough to sell him cheap right now. But worth a shot if you believe in the player, and I, I very much do. Yeah, don't necessarily believe in the Seahawks offense too much, but that's <laughs> another story that's altogether fair. now. Trade addicts nine. This one, this one, this one yeah. confused me. Me too. Um, <laughs> Rasheed Rice for Jimmy Garoppolo in a twenty-five second. I. Why? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Somebody needed a quarterback. But Somebody why needed you... a quarterback. But like. I get it. Rasheed Rice, he's the younger wide receiver on the Pat Mahomes offense. He's caught, what, like two touchdowns on the season, but, like, that's practically it. Like, shouldn't Rasheed Rice and Garoppolo just, like, be equal? I think I – if I'm contending, especially, I'd have – Garoppolo ahead of Rasheed Rice. Like, yeah, I, but like enough that like if I wasn't contending and someone just sent me Rice for Garoppolo, I take it. 
Yeah, like, good for yeah. you for getting a second on top of Garoppolo for Rasheed Rice. It's pretty what this comes down to. And yeah. sorry that you had to pay a second on top of Garoppolo for Rasheed Rice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Totally agree. And you I don't know why I put this on here because <laughs> Trade Addicts 10, Josh Dobbs in a 24 fourth for a 25 second. Uh, and you just wanted to repeat how good Dobbs is doing this year. It was actually, I think, one of the reasons I really did want to put this on there because, like I said, I tweet out, like I do the, I'm donating a dollar to Fantasy Cares, yep. and I tweet them all out, and I said, "Eh, why not?" Dobbs is scoring better than Daniel Jones anyway. <laughs> um, I, I still don't want to. He give was up a, Daniel Jones was my QB two, by the way. A um, for Dobbs, though, like, is is no one worried that Kyler's might play this year? If I, like, I, I don't want to give up a second, second to get. Eight nine weeks of top twelve QB play, which is what you're getting. I guess if he keeps that, I just I don't want to give up a second for. I, I don't know if it's is it. I got eight, a nine weeks. I don't. Robbie. I haven't heard anything. Oh well, yeah, that's true. You did get the fourth. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just I to me like I don't know when Kyler might come back, but I feel like he's going to, and I just don't want to pay for a guy I might only have for like another month or something. I don't want to get up a second, even if it's a 25, but that's just me. Alright, so Dobbs has dropped because he had a bad game this week. He's at 17.4 points per game, which dropped him down to QB 20. He was like QB 9 last week. Yeah. Um, but still... Uh, I feel like, what else is it going to get done for? I don't think yeah. anybody's going to give him up for a third. Yeah, you know, I think that's the price of doing business. Like, I wish I could remember the context. This may have just been sent to me out of nowhere, and I just went like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It may be the price of doing business. I just don't want to be in the Dobbs business. Yeah. <laughs> it will be interesting, though. I mean, I, not that the Carlers are setting the world on fire, but if Murray does decide or can come back, will their offense look as decent as it does now with Murray? And what the Dobbs, you mean? Will that, well, yeah, right. Like with Murray coming back, will, uh, with Murray coming back, will look as good as Dobbs. Like, will people. I mean, everybody always dumps on Murray to begin with. If he doesn't come back looking as good as Joss freaking Dobbs, are people going to be saying, oh, my gosh, like we paid this guy how much money and he's not even as good as Josh Dobbs? I think it's going to look at least as good as it did with Dobbs. I mean, maybe that's that's the thing is like we say that, but who knows? The guy has been a a fantasy QB one pretty much every time he's been on the field. Top six. Yeah, but like you can – in points per game. But like you can – at this point, if you're Kyler, you you wait till you're ready to come yes. back because I mean, that like, was my point. Is like you can't come back and half-ass it. And yeah, say, I'm not as good as Josh Dobbs. Maybe right. maybe after the next Call of Duty game comes out, he comes back. Oh, <laughs> all right. So let's get on to our <laughs> sorry. Let's get on to our listener question at Ascending Descent. What? Okay, there's two parts to this one. Let's let's just start with the first one. What do you need to add to Bryce to get to Stroud? Now, I love this because we are a couple of weeks away from Bryce being worth more than Stroud. But, man, Stroud, even on a bad Stroud's game. Been great. Yeah. Like, just set the record for most uh, attempts to start no career without an interception. Yeah. And, and I don't know what he threw for this week. I don't have it in front of me. It was but under I know 300. Every- Oh, okay. Well, then this fits then. After yeah. week four, I know he was on pace for 5,100 yards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also because 
Pierce isn't very good, and that's what they have at <laughs> running back. Um, so, so what do you have to add to Bryce to get to Stroud? Uh, okay, so I guess let me let, let let's take a step back and ask first: Are you worried about Bryce Young? You know, he hasn't looked great. That team itself, except for Adam Thielen, hasn't looked great. Like, are you worried about Bryce Young in the NFL? I'm not, and I I mean the the Panthers have even said you know well not said I guess publicly but there's already been reports that they're, they're looking for to try and upgrade his weapons and they're trying to get a wide receiver one for no, him I mean stop it I need feeling to keep scoring like <laughs> Don't care about I'm not team saying team it's going to happen but they it's they realize that he needs more around them and just like he realizes cool. he needs yeah well there you go wide receiver one um <laughs> but but yeah so I mean I I, I think it's a mostly a byproduct of the weapons but I mean, he hasn't looked as – just on the field, just watching him, he hasn't looked as good as Stroud. Stroud's been um, kind of, like I said, I, I feel like he's been amazing. Maybe it's some confirmation bias in there. Stroud was my QB1 coming out. Um, so, but I, I – I, you – I'm curious what you guys think to this question. Like, I almost – I almost want to say a first. Like, that's how high I am on Stroud. Um <laughs> I'll let Keith go first because you're the guest. You should have gone before Rocky, but Rocky's just That's very okay. selfish. I, I like to, to talk sometimes. I defer to the boss man. Um, <laughs> is it unfair to say that that's almost the wrong question that maybe you shouldn't try to go from Bryce to Stroud? Like in a vacuum, yes, that's we can talk about going for Bryce to Stroud, but I feel like that's the wrong target because you have – I won't say two outliers, but you have one rookie who's playing out of his mind and you have another rookie who's not playing well at all. Do you want to make up that difference in value because of those things? Right. Like we know, like Rocky just said, we know the Panthers don't have the weapons. We know Stroud is playing out of his mind. Unexpected. Right, like even fair, by the way, the Texans don't have the weapons. Exactly. You shut your mouth about Nico <laughs> Collins and Tank. Oh, I love me some Nico, but still, it's it's not like they have any. No, but and it, again, like if we if we remove if we remove everything else, I would agree with Rocky. I think at this point it would be a first round pick difference. Yeah, I I don't think you get anyone. I like honestly, I think the answer should be a second, but I don't think anyone looks at it. And that and that's the thing. Nobody's because do that. why. Would they yep. like you for you to downgrade from Stroud right now? No, I can't think of a reason why you would downgrade from Stroud right now. Um, no, it would need to be more than worth it to do something like this, which is why I think it needs to be a first in between. Yeah, and I and honestly, if you're rebuilding. Is it worth throwing another first into the fire as opposed to waiting to see what Young turns into? Because is Young's price going to be different next week versus eight weeks from now? Probably not. You know, assuming they don't go and get whatever wide receiver one is on the block and feels like going to Carolina at the trade deadline because they're a real competitor, you know, um, so like like I don't think that Bryce Young is going to be able to show that he's great anytime soon. Right. So so like I I feel like it's silly to like like Keith said before 
this might not be the right move, especially yeah. if you're the Stroud person, unless it is insanely worth it. Like if you're telling me I can get a top three first on top of Bryce Young, which someone would be insane to send, I would do that. <laughs> but otherwise, it's really tough for me to want to do that. Um, let's yeah. move to the next worry o meter on Daniel Jones, Dak, and Jordan Love. All right, I'm going to start by saying Jordan Love is turning into what he kind of is. Like his touchdown percentage was way too high with guys that are good, but like, okay. Um, it, it was bound to come down to earth. It just really, really was. So am I worried about Jordan Love? No, because this is sort of what I figured he was going to be in the long run. I want Christian Watson to start doing a little better, but <laughs> I also want Dubs to get more than one catch. Like I'm going to forget last night's game happened. Let's put it. How about that? Can we just, if we wipe that out, then I'm not even worried at all about Jordan Love. Um, what about you, Keith? How are you feeling about any of these guys? I actually like Jordan Love. I, I don't think he's the next Mahomes or anything. I, I have liked him. I've gotten him in several places this offseason uh, as a QB2 type guy. They have a very young offense all around. You know, rookie tight end, Watson young, Dobbs young, Jane Reed young. I feel like they can grow together into something decent. I think they are missing a piece. Ironically, they're probably missing like a Devontae Adams type guy. Um, but I, I still like love. Uh, that's weird to say. I like love. Um, <laughs> last night, I mean, Max Crosby was just absolutely annihilating the Packers line. And I don't know how many, how much of that do I put on love? I mean, he didn't really show the great accuracy. Like his feet, he has happy feet constantly in the pocket. So I do worry a little bit. Um, but I, I do still like Love as, as a QB2 type guy going forward. Um, can we talk about the other guys? Real quick, real quick. Frank in the chat says, T. Higgins to the Panthers. Russ could get a New Jersey. I have to tell you, if T. Higgins <laughs> goes to the Panthers, this will this giant T. Higgins thing behind me will come down. So I can put a T. Higgins Panthers and Calvin Ridley Jaguars jersey right next to each <laughs> other in beautiful color right behind me. That will absolutely happen if that go if that happens. I am that, all in. That would like, be pretty. This, I mean, this would just move to a different wall. This is not going away. I put way too much work into all of this D Higgins stuff, but absolutely, those two jerseys would be hanging up right behind. That, me. I mean, that is the rumored move if they are looking for a guy. My, yeah, Higgins is one of the. Is yeah. that he's you know yep. one of the few that would be number one wide receivers on a team that are kind of on the block, yeah, but they haven't yeah. said it. All right. Uh, well, I guess let's keep you know, like round robining it. Um, Rock, do you care enough about Jordan Love that we haven't said anything to throw it in? If not, pick another quarterback. No, uh, the the one that I was going to mention was was just that Daniel Jones is turning back into a pumpkin. Um, this yeah. is what I mean. Part of it is his line is atrocious. Uh, I mean, we saw that um, when he, was it Monday night a couple of weeks ago? Uh, was it last week or two weeks ago against the Seahawks? I think it was two weeks ago. Two weeks. Um, yeah, I mean that 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 game was so insane. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I mean he he had nowhere to go. But I mean, to me, even his coach is getting fed up with them. If you if you saw on the mm-hmm. sideline, uh, so. I just I could never believe they signed him to the. I know it's not really a four year, whatever how much it was deal, but even still, I could not believe they committed to him at all. 
I I just think this is what uh, him and Geno Smith, who were QB ones last year. I never really believed that was going to continue. Uh, I have almost zero of both of them, and they are QB twenty two and twenty seven in trade addict scoring so far. Um, so in points per game. So yeah, I just uh, I worry a meter for Daniel Jones um, eleven out of ten. Yeah. I mean, so much of Daniel Jones not being terrible last year was that their offensive line started to gel. Like, yeah. he was getting time and throwing two guys whose names, besides, I think Isaiah Hodgins was one of them. Yes. I can't remember. So, like, I, I get why they gave him money because, like, that shows something. I don't know what it shows, but it showed something that he was able to put together a pretty decent season with a pretty good offensive line and no name wide receivers. And clearly they should have let him walk and just given Barkley the sign, the, you know, and then used the extra money to get some offensive linemen. Um, I mean, I'm really crossing my fingers that the same thing happens, that this offensive line stays healthy, gels a little bit. Of course, I did not think Daniel Jones was going to be a top 10 quarterback again. Like that was not in the cards. That was absolutely fluky. But I was hoping for a top 15 like that. That's really where I was. You know, if I'm lucky, 12, more likely 15. Like he's my QB two on a bunch of teams for that exact reason, because he can have spike weeks because he runs the ball for like 60 yards, then falls down. Never going to forget that. Um, that's the thing. He, he could, I only thought he could be a top 10, a top 15 QB on the back of, of running and I just wasn't sure he was going to keep that up. And he hasn't even had enough room to run because yeah. he's getting tackled he's too right, quickly. He's running, by, yeah, he's running yeah, backwards. Yeah. Guys. And he yeah. can't get around all the, the, all the defensive linemen coming at him. So. All right. So that's, but what about Dak, Keith? How do you feel about Dak? I think we've have, we have so much data on Dak at this point. I feel like Dak is Dak, which is such a lame thing to say. Is he the best quarterback in the NFL? No. He's the worst. No, I, I feel like he's right in the middle. He seems like a stand-up guy, but I, you know, his rushing, I think that's gone at this point. He's yeah. older. He's had some injuries. There's lower body. Uh, and that's kind of what propped up his fantasy output a little bit there for a while. Uh, it's just their line isn't as good as it used to be. And I mean, neither are their weapons. I mean, lamb is playing okay, but they have a lot of younger guys cooks. It looks cooked. Hey. Um, yeah, hey, good job there. Um, I, I think when I say Dak will be okay, I mean, literally, Dak will be okay. I don't think you should expect a top QB one finish anytime for the rest of his career, probably. Is he going to stay in Dallas? I don't know. I, I don't know. But even if he doesn't, I feel like somebody's going to sign him. Yeah. So I don't think I'd be worried about like losing your vow completely. But I also wouldn't expect like he's already not a first round startup pick. I feel like that second round is probably where he's going to live for a while. And Here, like, look, I was just going to go I was just going to say real quick. My thing with that, this is more maybe more of a real life thing and kind of speaks to what uh, Keith was saying maybe about is he in Dallas? His last seventeen games, nineteen interceptions, like. That that is a lot of picks. Um, so I, I just only but I don't only think he four looks on great. the season, three of which came last week. That's true. That's true. There's fifteen last year, which I think um, 
Yeah, his interception percentage. I'm looking this. I pulled up his stats page while you guys were talking. It's yeah. like it's like all one point whatever. Then last year it's three point eight, and this year it's two point five. It's just Oof. he. I don't know what's going on there, but he he's just well, not looked good from a, as good from a real life perspective of the last. Well, I mean, of what's years. going on is that the offense is changing. It Zeke's not there anymore. And, I mean, they're he's now the guy that they're relying on. They're putting him in situations where he's and being forced to throw. It seems he's not and, capable of that. And yeah. that's not – I mean, you have to remember, remember Dak was a mid-round pick. Yeah, he just Fourth round, third yeah, round, yeah. Yeah, it, it just – he was living on an offense with a good offensive line, a great running game. Yep. And now that he's older, they're asking him to do more, and I think we're seeing some of the he's okay limitations. So I am at this point this season willing to write off anybody's game against San Francisco. Absolutely. Because <laughs> they might just be too good. Uh, yeah. So through the first four weeks of the season, Zach Prescott is points per game QB 22 at 16 points per game. Like he's in a mess of all the way up to like QB 18 where they're still in the 17s. Like yeah. it, like everything Keith said, he's fine. He's fine. Like you didn't yeah. have Zach on your team thinking he's going to win you a league anyway. No. So yeah, if, if, if he's your QB one, you are in trouble at this yes. point. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah. right. Cool. Hopefully no one is depending on any three of these QBs as their QB. one. Yeah. yeah like my TA 11 team. <laughs> Take Baker. Just seriously, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. He's a, uh, he, uh, my read, my home redraft league that's been going on for twenty years switched to superflex this year. I, mean, I I I kind of waited a little bit on quarterback and no, <laughs> no, not as much as as, as, as I sometimes do. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, Dak ended up there, and that's basically what I was expecting. Kind of my general QB late QB one ish, high QB two ish. I was I have I have Dak and Golf, so that that's yeah, totally that's very rocky right. quarterback room. So. Yeah, <laughs> All right, but that is the end of our show sheet, so that's going to be the end of our show. Um, before we head out, Keith, remind everyone who you are, what you do, and where they can find what you do. So, once again, thank you guys for having me on. It's been wonderful. Uh, Keith Edsmere, Dynasty Nerds. Come check us out. Great site, great podcast. Everybody's Everybody there is great. Um, do the yeah, – a couple articles here and there, mostly just playing fantasy leagues, responding to trade offers, making trade offers, and – just all around, enjoying the time, watching football. All right, and our stuff, patreon.com slash tradeaddictspod. You can hang out with us, ask us some questions, put out the wonderful idea of me getting a T. Higgins and Calvin Ridley jersey and those beautiful greens and blues right behind me. Um, also, we have our awesome Discord chat, the Cool Kids Club. Um, and otherwise, it's a Fantasy Cares. Every Tuesday, uh, we, I go live. Uh, we do a, I, do, I keep saying we. But it's me. Let's face it. It's this face. <laughs> um, we do. A, I do a wrap up of the week. Talk about all the how every, all the players scored. To go over the leaderboard. But we also give a whole lot of stuff away. Um, last week we gave away a signed Gabe Davis picture. Today we gave away a Justin Fields Funko Pop. Okay. He's, he's a little cute guy. Um, last week, but also. Every week, if you go to donorbox.org slash goodness giveaway, we do a much bigger one where if you donate, you get entered into a chance. Last week, it was a Stefan Diggs mini helmet, signed mini helmet. I love these salute to service helmets because nice. I'm just a fan of shades of gray. Like, that black. get color out of here. I don't need that. <laughs> um, and an Amari Cooper jersey. 
Um, so we gave those away today. And for this coming week, the aforementioned Sam Howell jersey. Nice. Good old Sam Howell. So check all of that out, fantasycares.org. Uh, our YouTube is just at fantasycares.org. Check all of that out. And I'm out of things to say and need bed immediately. So good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Great Attic Podcast, a proud member in the Dynasty Attic Podcast Network. Please follow your hosts at Dynasty and at Dynasty FF Attic. Please subscribe, rate, and review. We will catch you next time on the Trade Attic Podcast. Poopy fans, that is the best. <laughs> See ya.